Hey out there in podcast land, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. It's hump day, Wednesday, almost through our, through the, what, the second week of February here. Time is just ticking along in 2022. I have an exciting episode for you today. We are going to be looking at the book of Psalms, the 23rd chapter and the fourth verse. I'll be reading from the New International Version. And it reads, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, you might think this is a strange verse to address trusting and waiting on God, but I believe that if we look at it a little closer, we'll see that it does speak directly to how we are to react and proact while we are waiting for God's answer. And that's what we're going to do today. Look at this verse a little closer. So let's see what we can discover. We are very familiar, right, with the 23rd Psalms. Everyone is. This passage is quoted and recited numerous times. And as we gleaned insight in our of the entire chapter through the lens of shepherding, I think this particular verse, we can view it through both trusting and the waiting lens. This verse for me paints a picture. And what I want you to do is I want you to put yourself in the painting, so to speak. You and I, okay, and as we go through this painting, you and I are now walking along a long, dark path. It may be cold, it may be rainy, but it's definitely dark. And let's just stop right here. What did you experience as you put yourself in that dark place in this painting that David paints for us? What I felt was fear, uneasiness, maybe a little anxiety, you know, to get through this dark place, to hurry up and get through it, because it doesn't feel good. The very next sentence is where David validates what we're feeling but suggests or invites us to feel differently because he states that he will not be fearful of the evil that he feels in this dark place. And let's be honest, when we are experiencing something traumatic, you know, um, things that aren't working out well, sometimes there could be an evil presence at work. People oftentimes have no clue that they are working in partnership with the enemy when they're doing the nasty things that they're doing, but they are. But for you and me as mature saints, we are to ask for discernment from the Holy Spirit to, to know these things and then to stay clear when we can. <clears throat> Excuse me. David invites us not to fear and then provides why. Because God is with us. That rod and that staff that represents God's presence and they provide comfort. Have any of you ever went bowling my first experience with bowling was as a child and I, um, I had gone to stay with my cousin Lisa and her mom my aunt was on a bowling team and her team had to practice or play I, I really don't recall I was a kid and I was going along for the ride literally and figuratively 
I didn't know what bowling was, to be honest. My parents didn't bowl, and I didn't know of anyone who bowled that I, you know, that I knew of as a kid. So this was a completely new experience for me. Aunt Essie got Lisa and I settled on our lane. I think we were about maybe two lanes over from where she and her group were. But what I noticed is that our lane looked distinctively different than the lanes that the adults were using. You see, our lanes had cushions. At least that's what it looked like to me as a kid. (laughs) Cushions that ran all the way down the bowling lane. They were placed on top of the gutters, and this prevented our bowls from e- balls from immediately going into the gutter and not hitting a pin. It guided our balls down the lane to reach the destination. That's what David, I believe, is describing, or this is what I envision when David is describing the rod and the staff. You see, there are tools that are used to keep the sheep going in the right direction. Remember, we're sheep. (laughs) And we all have a destination. We are all moving forward. At least I hope we're moving forward, (laughs) that we're moving. And while we as believers have the same destination, which is heaven, of course, God has carved out distinct paths for each of us to reach heaven, how we get there, which could be interpreted as our callings or our vocations, right? That's how we're making our way to heaven. It's not that we do those things to get to heaven. It's that these are the things that we're doing as we go to heaven. Do we veer off track? Absolutely. But we know now that God still provides those cushions on the gutter lanes of our lives to keep us on track. The reason David is not afraid is because he's walking in this dark, scary path is because the presence of God's rod and and, and staff remind him that God is with him, that God is guiding him along this staff, I mean along this path. And therefore he doesn't fear any evil. To make this applicable to trusting while waiting on God, to me the darkness is when we are waiting for the answer. It can be while we're waiting for the answer. You know, once again, think back to how you feel when you have prayed for healing, for deliverance, for the breaking of strongholds in your life, for loved ones who are estranged that seem to have no intention of, you know, coming around. How do you feel? I suspect a lot feel like I do, and it's like being in the dark, isn't it? Like the wilderness, you're isolated, you're cold, you're a little anxiety, uh, you have a little anxiety, maybe anxious, uneasy, fear, all of those things. Like you're just roaming around by yourself. But I believe if we take our focus off the darkness for just a second and are still enough, we can feel the rod and the staff of God that is guiding us because it's there. And then that lets you know God is with you. God is with me. The comfort you feel knowing that you're still in God's presence, that he hasn't left you, is to provide encouragement for us to continue to trust him as he guides us through this period of time, through the darkness. As believers, we are never alone. 
Psalms 91 verses 11 and 12 tell us that God gives his angels instructions to keep watch over us and to protect us. That's his rod and his staff looking out for us. We do not need to question that, but we do. Romans 8.35 says that nothing can separate us from God's love. Once again, that rod and that staff, God is with us. Ephesians 1 chapter, I mean Ephesians 1 verses 13 and 14 tell us that the Holy Spirit, right, which resides within you and me, is the down payment to Christ's return. All of these scriptures scream to us, God is with us. God is with you. Therefore, because of this assurance, we can we can and we should trust him. He has gone over and beyond for us, right? Laying down his own life for us, ordering our step, his our steps, making himself accessible through prayer and the Holy Spirit. We are without excuse for not trusting him. And trusting his timing the comfort of his presence is the assurance that not only is our God walking through the dark times with us but that the time of darkness will not last forever the answer to our prayers to your prayer will come the light will shine so keep your eyes ahead to the mark of the high calling that God has called you to, caregiving, worshiping, and in service to him all along the way. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for being our rod and our staff, those cushions on the gutters of our lives that continue to keep us on track moving forward. Thank you for being that God who even allots for detours as we may step over the cushions at times to go over into someone else's lane. Sometimes we can be so busy in other people's affairs or so busy thinking that we know more than you do. Forgive us. Help us to be reminded that you are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and that there isn't anything that occurs here on this earth that you are not aware of and that you don't have control over even though it may look out of control to us and we don't understand a bit of it your word tells us not to lean to our understanding not to lean to somebody else's understanding but to put our trust in you and allow you to continue to move us forward ordering our steps Father, today help us to be a people who are focused on you in our dark seasons of life. To not get so consumed with the darkness as the enemy would have us to believe that we are alone or isolated or it is, um, we're in punishment and that is why we're going through it. Nope. Help us to be mature children in your kingdom, recognizing that this is an opportunity for us to be still and focus on you, to feel the rod and the staff guiding us along the way, drawing closer to you as we gain an intimate, more intimate relationship with you, rejoicing and worshiping you along the way, because we know that you are with us, we know that you will answer us, and we know 
that trouble does not last always, that joy does come in the morning. Thank you, Father. I ask that you bless every person who's listening today. You know what's on their hearts, and I ask that you give them peace. Let them know specifically, just for them, that you are with them, and just let them know how much you love them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, I told you this was a good little episode. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.